Today it's rainy and dreary outside in Central Texas. What about those seasons when our faith is rainy and dreary? What can the believer do in those seasons when we're feeling distant from the Lord? Is there help? Does the scripture offer hope? This is Consider It, where we're considering questions regarding life, theology, and the church. Consider It is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in Brownfield, Texas. Do you have questions regarding life, theology, or the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider your questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Consider It. Uh, today we're going to take a question from actually last fall. It was last October that this question is was submitted. And I just want to say we've been getting submissions and we were super thankful. And we're going to do our best to sort through the ones that we think are going to be the most helpful. And yep. we're going to get through them, right? That's so right. That's continue, our plan. Yeah, that's our plan. Continue sending them uh, to 474747, text redemption and your question. And we are going to get through them. Uh, lately, we've been getting a lot of really interesting. Yeah, I'm excited for these next uh, yeah, several episodes. Ones. And so, yeah, we're excited. Uh, yeah, please continue sending them in. Today, uh, it's a really interesting one. Uh, and it's personally affected me. And I'm sure a lot of us, Blair, you right. too. Um, so let, let's get into it. It's, it's a good one. It says, the question says, it seems there are seasons to life and everyone seems to go through spiritual ups and downs. Even Paul, the Apostle Paul, seemed to write from both positions. How does a Christian break out of a slump? Mm, out of a slump. Yeah. Okay, so that's where we're heading. The spiritual slump. Spiritual slumps, yeah. Right. And it, there's, a, there's a lot here to unpack, right? And, yep. and hopefully we're, we're going to... Uh, encourage we're going to admonish um, and, and really we just want to see what the word has to say about this and what we can learn yeah. um, where we can maybe think differently yeah. about about this but like this question says you know it, it is life is full, full of different seasons and mm-hmm. even our spiritual life often yeah. uh, has has different seasons and, and it's not uncommon and I think it's more common than we think right of these spiritual slums. Right. We like sameness. I think yeah. just as humans, you know, our, yeah, we're consistent. Uh, yeah. We like consistency. We like sameness. And so, you know, uh, we, we all have like a favorite season, you know, people, we love summer. We wish it was summer all the time. You know, we would love fall. We wish it was fall all the time or, you know, yeah. the weirdos maybe are like, I love winter. I love yeah. snow and cold. Yeah, that would be me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, 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 but that's not the way God created right. life. Right. Like just in general, we see it seasonally mm-hmm. in our, you know, on our earth, in our universe. Um, and, uh, and, and it's really no different when it comes to our life in general, you know, and following the Lord, it is seasonal and that's a good thing. You know, if our expectation is that life is always going to be sunny and awesome and comfortable and convenient, we will be sorely disappointed when yeah. the season changes. Yeah, I love that that you started with that. And I think that is a great place to just even like start with our expectations, right? Yeah. And I think step one is realizing that when we follow Jesus, 
that doesn't mean that every day is a 10 and every day yeah. is going to be amazing. And like even spiritually, you know, we, we've talked about this before, but like, you know, that doesn't mean that uh, now that I'm following Jesus every day I'm in the word, I'm just going to be like, my mind's going to be blown. I'm going to be like learning all kinds of doctrine in, in this one verse that, you yeah. know, I read. Uh, realistically, like, life is is life right and our spiritual life is is very similar to that sometimes it's just just average right right right. and and that's it and sometimes it's horrible yeah sometimes life is just genuinely hard Mm -hmm. full of grief or sorrow or sadness or uh whatnot and that's that that's just the normal part of life that doesn't mean that god is no longer good it doesn't mean he's no longer sovereign yeah it it's just the reality yeah. uh, and the seasons of our life. And that's, that's a good thing. We need to embrace yeah. that and be okay with that and not have the expectation of the first Lego movie where everything is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Right. I like the second Lego movie where, you know, they, they have the sequel uh, song and everything's not awesome. Yeah. You know, when I first heard that, I was like, wait, what? And you uh, have kids, right? right? I have kids. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's, that's been on repeat more than once at our house. But, at first, when I heard that the second song, it's like, man, this is depressing. But it is actually hopeful in it and embracing that. Okay, there are down seasons. You know, as the question that was submitted recognizes, there's ups and downs, and there's a slump to life, and we don't like that. And sometimes we're caught off guard, and maybe even new believers are, you know, like, wait a minute, when they, yeah. they when now, okay, the the newness of the faith has kind of worn off, mm-hmm. and now it's like, whoa, this is hard, right? Um, which is a test of like the genuineness of your right, faith like right. no when the sun comes up the heat gets hot and you continue in the faith it should like okay no this is real and genuine we're not falling away um or even older believers are like man i'm just in another one of these yeah, seasons for sure uh, or as the question even said a slump you know and when you think of slump you think of baseball right yeah. you know like baseball players go through a slump and they're hitting they may, uh, for a portion of the season, been on fire and, you know, hitting every other ball out of the park. And now they've all of a sudden just gone 0 for 20 and they're in a slump. And so they get benched or change things or whatever. So um, so I think it's good just to recognize the normality of the seasons of our faith. And, you know, when I think of that, I think of even Ecclesiastes, right? Right, um, right. That's that's a book that not many people like because you read it and you're like, well, uh, life isn't that much fun and, you know, boils down at the end. And it's like, well, when all things are considered, follow the Lord and, and it's all going to be okay. But <laughs> Ecclesiastes 3 is is this, um, this recognition of the seasons of life. And, uh, you know, he says this, uh, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And so a whole list of things there. Right. Know? And we might add a time for, you know, home runs and a time for slumps. Yep. I mean, that's not in the scriptures, but, um, you know, for our purposes here, it's just an, a recognition of that. So if you find yourself in a slump, 
don't freak out. Yeah. It's a normal part of life, and yeah. it's a season. It may be a short season, a long season. Um, that's in God's sovereignty and, you know, in, in the, what you do in the midst of that, um, you know, depending upon the length of, of that. But it is just a season. So don't freak out. It's not normal. Yeah. But even in normalizing and saying, hey, it's going to be okay, we don't want to just settle into that. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, with the, where it's not lo- no longer a slump, but where we just grow into a very cynical, kind of skeptical, um, hopeless yeah. uh, state of life that is just kind of perpetuating. Right. Right, yeah. And so we, we've kind of talked, we've kind of said already now that, you know, a slump is is to be expected. It's not unnormal, right? It's yeah. it's, it's a common occurrence, uh, and you know, oftentimes we can we can get into them for for various different reasons, right? Sure. You know, sometimes even just uh, being around a lot of people who aren't in slumps, who are in their highs, that's just could be um, disencouraging, right? But like you said, I think what's what's important is to while we're in these, you know, maybe spiritually, you know dry times yeah that we don't lose our hope and we don't lose our 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 joy the fundamental joy right not yeah. not the circumstantial right like happiness but the the joy uh and contentment that we have in christ yeah and and i think even even personally i can say when you are in those slumps that's difficult that's difficult to 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 remember and to believe and and to know that in Christ we have the joy that we need, right? In Christ, yeah. uh, we have satisfaction. And I think in, in these slumps is we get in them when we start to forget those things, right? Yeah. But what we want to try to avoid, and and I think a dangerous place we can get into is when we start to let that kind of cynical, that cynicism kind of take over and become our our perspective. That you know, well, this is just how how life is, yeah, right? But but if we look at what the word says is that we have hope in Christ, Amen. right? That we have joy in Christ. And, right. and I think that's when we're in those times, I think a prayer that I have found uh, really helpful is to, you know, Lord, help my unbelief. Yeah. You know, help me believe that okay. that Jesus, you are enough, that you um, that you satisfy me completely. Yeah. You know, yeah. even when when my circumstances don't don't feel like that. Yeah, yeah. What's that? Mark nine, right? Where the dad is in that uh, hopeless kind of situation. Yeah. It seems like, and uh, and you know, he's like, I believe, but help my unbelief. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, when we find ourselves in those situations, yeah. uh, various times in our life, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, um, as you know, and especially as we're turning to the Lord and looking for help, and so. Um, so I think this is just the first thing that we need to do. Recognize it's normal. It's a part of life. It's a season, mm-hmm. and uh, continue to press into the Lord. And so, really, where the rubber meets the road, and the question is then, well, how do we get out of the slump, or right. however they said it? Right. How do we yeah. how, how do, do we, we get break out, out of, of this out of slump? You know, I've gone o for twenty. You know, how do I keep swinging? How do I how do I keep going in uh, in in pursuing the Lord and get out of this season? Yeah. Do I just sit back and wait? You know, mm-hmm. the sun will come up tomorrow like what do, what do we yeah. what, do, what do we what do we do and uh you know as i've wrestled with this in my own life and talked to others and things um i i think where it begins is one with recognizing it and then recognizing first god's role mm-hmm. in all of this yeah 
And that's where you begin to see those prayers. You know, the psalmists pray this way of, God, make me understand your ways. Yeah. Make me go your way. Make me love you. Yeah. Make me abound and increase in love. Yep. You know, Paul says that in First Thessalonians 3, that may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for mm. uh, one another and for all people. And, and, and that is, I think that's where we have to begin, is just pleading with the Lord and recognizing his sovereignty over our hearts. Right. And not casting all the blame on him, be like, well, I don't feel this way, so it must be your fault, Lord. Yeah. But of pleading with him for help, saying, God, you can warm this cold heart right. towards you. Right. And for that sure. just that that humility, the contrition that we come to the Lord like that, uh, God loves to answer that prayer. Right. That's the one to whom he looks, Isaiah mm-hmm. 66, uh, the one who is humble and contrite, who trembles at his word. And so when we come to the Lord like that, he delights to answer that. Yeah. Yep, for he's sure. He's not going to, when we come humbly before him, he's not going to be like, well, yeah, I don't have time for you today. Yeah. He, you know, he's not the, you know, the petulant boyfriend or something like, well, you, you know, you didn't call me back. You didn't do anything. And so, yeah, you're, you're over here. He's not, that's, that's not how God is. And we come to him like that. We come humbly. Yeah. You know? Um, this is in uh, like second Thessalonians. Mm-hmm. Um, he, Talks about this stuff also, right. you know, of uh, um, uh, when he's praying that God may you direct our hearts to the love of the Father and the steadfastness of Christ. Yeah. You know, may the Lord direct your heart. Mm-hmm. That's where it begins in the slum. And and when we do that, when we come before the Lord and we're asking Him to do that, He does that. And oftentimes, what He also does is bring up areas of sin. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah, I, I like as we're as we're talking about this. We recognize that that God is the one that e- even gave us a heart to love Him, right? Yeah. And so I think it's important to understand that when we're in those times, those dry, you know, where it's, it seems hard to do, we can go back to Him, right? And, yeah. And like you just you just quoted me, this is Second Thessalonians three five. You, you know, may the Lord direct your hearts to love to the love of God and to the steadfastness of Christ. You know, mm-hmm. we, we should be praying those prayers that God help me love you more, right? Yeah. He, he's the one who does that. Yeah. Spirit, would you prick our hearts? Would you warm our hearts? Would you soften our hearts uh, to, to God, Yeah. right? And then I think you're right. That That's another great point that it's in those times where we can't be, uh, we can't, I think this is something we can do sometimes also is in the in these times of spiritual slumps, like examine yourself and see where yeah. in your life are you maybe knowingly or unknowingly, consciously or unconsciously, uh, or subconsciously rather, um, are you hiding sin right. or are you just in sin, right? Yeah. Um, because I think the biggest thing that separates us from God and from experiencing just joy with him day to day is sin, right. right? We're settling for these lesser Things or just outright like wrong things, right? right. In, in being in sin, right. and those are really the things that that push us from God. Yeah, and and it's no wonder why you feel <laughs> why you feel like this, right. right? Yeah, yeah. They become the obstacles then. Mm-hmm. Our sin gets in the way uh, of you know God hearing us. Well, we're not experiencing or feeling the love of God. Well, if we are actively in sin, you yeah. Know, um, 
well, yeah, that we we should feel the distance that our sin has yeah. created from the Lord. Not to mean necessarily that we've lost our salvation or that yeah. God has outrightly rejected us in that. But we are feeling the distance that our sin creates, and we should feel that. Yeah. And so as we humbly come before the Lord, say, Lord, make me know your love. And, and as we do that, and then the light of his righteousness shines it on the, you know, the darkness of the sin that we're here, we shouldn't run and hide back in the darkness then. We should, you know— Repent yeah. of it and come on, knowing right. that he's graciously showing it, not like, oh, hey, you won't, well, get this figured out. And then, I'll, no, he's very lovingly saying, well, here, like, deal with this. I'm here to help you and, and you know, repent of it and, and come to me. You yeah. Know? When we, it's, it's like the prayer in Psalm 139, search me and try me, O God. Yeah. Yeah. See if there's, uh, how does it say, try me and know my thoughts. See if there be any grievous way in me. Lead me in the way everlasting. And so yeah. as we come, that's like the prayer. And and then when he shows us that, just embrace it and, and you know, accept his forgiveness and know his mercy that has dry, drawn you in. And you don't have to run and hide from that because he's lovingly showing you and loving you, drawing you in. Yeah, one, one, of, the, one of the most dangerous things for, for a Christian is just, unrepentant sin yeah. unchecked sin right yeah. and and this is where the body of christ this is where your community comes in where uh we should be confessing our sins to one another right and, and pointing each other uh, back to the gospel pointing each other back to jesus and so you know in these spiritual slumps we need to be honest we got to be open and and not letting just that sin fester right, right? i think an, an, another one another factor in all of this is is your spiritual disciplines right right and, and I, I like that we just didn't start with that right with with the pill read the bible more pray more yeah, yeah. I think do this do this do yeah, this yeah. Do it's, this. it's i think we were so used to that yeah it's good that we started with you know we need to look to god we need yeah. to look to jesus and, and and say he's the orchestrator he's the one yeah who, who's brought us back to life um but our spiritual disciplines are a real thing, right? Yeah. And and being in a spiritual slump is, com- I think it's it's complicated because on one side you have maybe someone who is out of the word who isn't praying, yeah. um, and so you you feel that distance, right? But in another case, maybe your spiritual disciplines are there, yeah. And but you have that sin, yeah. Right. And so you you're kind of confused. Well, I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm praying, and I'm in, I'm doing my spiritual, I'm checking off that box, yeah. but you have that sin, yeah. you know, and that's, that's kind of like going to the gym and working out, but you're eating like crap. Yeah. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like that yeah. just, that doesn't work. Right. You need, yeah. you, you you're need, not going to make the gains that you're hoping to make with right. that's the case. Yeah. And so e- even if our spiritual disciplines are there, you, you want those to be affecting your, your sin patterns, right? Then right. they need to be. And that's where we need to be confessing sin. We got to be open with our our small group and and letting people really come alongside of us and 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 walk with us right Right. yeah yeah because what we don't want to go in and even in talking about sin is to say every spiritual slump is a result of you having sin in your life right because that's that's not always the the case case, right it very well could be Mm -hmm. and so we don't just want to dismiss that and that's where we start there okay god is there something here between us and then uh then from there okay well what am i what am i doing am i doing the things that faith does right that's that's the question here in the in the slump. So come to Christ first. When we come to Christ, it always you know is a, 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 a exposing of our sinfulness and Him bringing us in anyways. And then also, okay, well, what are we doing? Are we bearing the fruits of faith? Yeah. And uh, and so are we doing those things that faith does? And in, in uh, 
uh, reading our Bible and praying and doing good works and, you know, um, all that, the, the fruits that just come, love, joy, peace, patience, all those character things that are also born of a believer. So is, are those things true in our life? And so as you're kind of working through these things, just somebody may be listening to this and they're like, I'm in a slump. Mm-hmm. I'm asking God, I'm praying these things. I don't have any sin here. I have community around me. I'm, I, but I'm still just feeling this way. Yeah, you know. And again, hopefully, you're saying that's normal. Yeah, you know, for sure. it's not just formulaic. You know, do this, do this, do this, and you'll feel this way. That's not Christian life. You know, and we're not just chasing the feeling. We're not always chasing yeah. the spiritual high. Every day is not just a home run. And so when we find ourselves in that place, then, um, well, what do we? What do we do? Well, mm. what I just just continue to do the things that faith does. As we we're uh, referencing Second Thessalonians three, the you know the verses right after that are these warning against uh, against just being idle and yeah. of associating with people who are also idle and yeah. the idleness is in their faith and they're just not doing anything. You know, here the Thessalonians were you know because they were expecting the Lord to return had had actually. Um, like stopped working. We're just like, well, Jesus come back at any moment. We ought to just wait and not do anything. We're not going to go to work. We're not going to prepare for the future, all this stuff. And it's yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're taking your eschatology, your end time stuff way too far. Yeah. You know? No, we live on mission. Right. Yes, we live every day as if Christ could return, but we live uh, being zealous for good works. For sure. You know, we live uh, in such a way that we... Um, uh, you know, that we know we're pursuing the Lord today and we want other people to know uh, about it. And so that's what it is. We don't resort to laziness. You know, yeah. if you're in a slump because, well, maybe you're not living out your faith. There's no sin, yeah. outright like sin of sins of commission where we're, you know, we're being super angry or, you know, uh, anger, lust, adultery, you know, things like that. That's like, okay, well, none of these things are here. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's just you're not doing anything about your faith. Yeah, You're just kind of, coasting through life and not putting yourself out there not working hard not living missionally and purposefully using you know the uh, the opportunities that God has put in front of you to share the gospel to uh, demonstrate your faith out there and uh, and you're just kind of expecting everybody else to kind of provide for you and do your stuff yeah yeah that's a warning yeah Paul you know this is what he says he says as for you brothers do not grow weary in doing good. That's right. Right, and, and like you're saying, I think just being lazy in our faith is 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 a way that I think you can get stuck in that. Right. Hundred percent. Or rather, if if we are zealous for good works, if we are zealous for doing good, we're we're being we're being on mission, right? We're being yeah. a commissional, and we're we're living out what we believe. And I think that's yeah. where where God, where we can feel close to Him, and we can feel purposeful in him right right now all of a sudden we're you know we're our life is about serving others right pouring out mm-hmm. and so if you're in a slum we'll do those things do the things that faith does the bible intake and prayer and also the pouring out and the impacting and being influential the people around you that god has put in your life and so if you're in a slump do those things yeah you know and if maybe you're feeling burned out you're like well my slump is because i'm doing that yeah and i'm i you know serving in kids i you know i serve on the worship team i'm you know i'm a greeter every week and, and then i serve in the community and i'm part of kids club and i'm a part of you know young life or whatever it might be you know yeah. i'm burned out um and god's saying hey don't grow weary of doing good yeah. not every time you feel like warm and fuzzy about you know the the things that we do 
but just know that our, your faithfulness is also having an impact. That's yeah. that's what's most important. That's what God rewards and says, well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah. And uh, um, and so there's times where we do. We just, we, we're in a rut and we're, we're you know, we've, don't, we're not feeling creative or we're not feeling yeah. useful. Mm-hmm. And God's saying, no, no, you are. Don't grow weary. Just keep doing what you're doing. Right. And so continue to do the things that faith does in being faithful. Yeah, you know, all, all throughout the, the New Testament, you hear these 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 commands, you know, you know stand firm, right? Yeah. Be steadfast. And and like you just said, God God's going to reward the faithful servant. Yeah. And these are all the things, right? It, it's about day in, day out, sticking to it, right? Persevering, yeah. not not uh doing it for this right. emotional high but rather you know we're being consistent right yeah. doing uh being disciplined in 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 the word meditating yeah. praying yeah. and 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 for good works that's right right i i love uh i'm a bucks fan you know and they're obviously been pretty good recently with the greek <laughs> yeah. feet freak and all that and he's picked up his three point shot you know like that's his thing yeah. and he's gone some games where he just can't hit anything and yet the coaches are like no you if you're open take the shot yeah doesn't matter if you've been o for you know 50 yeah. if you're open we want you to just keep taking the shot yeah. just steadfast take the shot take the shot they're going to start falling they're going to start falling and uh you know that's it's it's just about being steadfast being faithful you know it's it's even a part of the prayer that we just began with in second thessalonians 3 5 because right. it says may the lord direct your heart to the love of god which is the father and the steadfastness of christ yeah. and so when you're like well I, I just don't know if i can be faithful i don't know if i can keep doing this you say no that's that's where you pray well god keep my eyes fixed on christ yeah. the one who who stayed steadfast throughout his whole life and let that then be the motivator for our steadfastness. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think those are the things. How do you break out of it? Turn your eyes to Christ, look for sin, and then stay faithful doing the things that faith does. Yeah. You know? And then even in that, just kind of maybe offer this last little tidbit of that because, you know, sometimes we can just feel like we're in service. Man, I am reading my Bible. Sure, I yeah. read my Bible every day. I've read through the Bible every year for years, and, and you yeah. know, I'm just I'm yeah, still yeah. What, in the what are, what are some practical, you know, maybe just just a few things, actionable things? You know, yep. we talked about these kind of like conceptual things that are important, but yep. then we, you know, what are some practical things? Yeah, that's, that's good. Let's, let's, let's go there. Cause there's kind of like without it, without there being some more specifics and how to do it, here's, right. here's maybe something helpful. So let's say you are doing that and you're wanting to just get out of it and you're wanting to, you know, you grow in your affection and your time with the Lord or whatever. And so, um, sometimes it's like, just, just change it up a yeah, little mix bit, it up. mix it up. Right. You know, it's a, um, if we love to eat steak, but if you have steak every meal, every single day, pretty soon it just becomes yeah. Cheerios. Right. Yeah. And it just, it, it just loses some of its flavor. It loses uh, some of its appeal. And it's just kind of like, well, I'm eating steak again today. Some of you are like, I could never get there. I love steak too much. You know? <laughs> Even bacon. We love bacon. Yeah. But if you have bacon every meal... Pretty soon it's going to, you know, you're going to go in a bacon slump. Yeah. As unfathomable as that might seem for some men. <laughs> right. It, uh, you know, you can. And and so change it up. Change the time in which you read. Uh, read out loud. Yeah. To read a different version of the Bible. If it's in prayer, you're, you're feeling like a little slump. Change the time. Change mm-hmm. the length that you pray. Go a little shorter. Go a little longer. Um, pray scripture. Pray out loud. Pray on your knees. Yeah. Um, Go for a walk, get in nature. Um, if it's a, 
you know, uh, change the approach and the way that you serve or something like that, you know, come a little bit yeah. earlier, come uh, change, make some the ways in which you prepare and how you uh, structure the, the class or the, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there as uh, an example, but just, just make some changes without giving up and without just quitting you know, yeah. within remaining faithful to doing the things that God has called you to do and using your time, talent, and treasure to serve him, just change it up a little bit. Flavor it a little bit yeah. differently and see how that works. Invite somebody else into it right. to do it with that, you. Yeah, that's that. That's one of the things that, that I was thinking about that has been helpful to me personally mm-hmm. is, is just getting with somebody else that, that will just, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, commit to walking with you, you know, even for just this season, maybe yeah. that it's difficult for you. And just having that person that can just continue to spur you on, continue right. to encourage you. Uh, that's what the body of Christ right. looks like. That's right. what, that's what God designed the church to be right. To come along one, uh, aside, come alongside one another and spur each other on. Right. right. And that's, that's really what that is. That spurring on is that encouragement. Like, Hey, keep on going, keep on right. going, keep on going, stay steadfast, right. stay faithful. Right. right. The baseball players in a slump, what is, is hitting coach people, they come alongside him yeah. and either encourage him. No, just keep coming. It's going to, you'll start seeing it or help it like see, well, let's make some tweaks. Maybe you've developed some bad habits that you didn't right. realize, exactly. you know, dropping your shoulder a little bit. You're swinging up over it. You know, you're breaking your wrist too, too soon. Yeah. And you've just, you didn't realize that. Right. And so in sports, they do that. And the same as like you've said in the Christian life, that's our part in one another. Yeah. You just need some encouragement. You need some accountability to do it with you. Mm-hmm. Or someone just to pray for you and um, and to you know maybe offer some some feedback. Well, I've I've noticed this. You know, maybe change it up this way a little bit, and you might see a little bit more fruit from that. And yeah, praise God for that. Uh, another thing that that has really been even encouraging for me is just getting to hear the the things that God is doing. You know, the good things that God is doing. The the just like the praise reports, you know, for for a lack of better report, that's just that's been encouraging for me because I think yep. even uh, oftentimes we can get in these circles where everyone's talking about all the the negative stuff, all the sin, the problems that we're dealing with, and and all the bad stuff in the world, and and pretty soon like you're in this like really dark, hopeless yeah. Yeah. like state of mind, right? But yeah. like the 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 truth is also that while those things are happening. God is still working, right? God is still at work. And even in, in, in your church, even in our church, God is doing really awesome things. And it's important. I think that's why also it is important to share what God is doing. That is, it's good to to give testimony of the good things that God is doing because that is also encouraging. And I think that sometimes can, can really, that has helped me in, in, my, in my times, just hearing God is faithful, God is good, and he's doing works. He's doing a work here. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so you, you, sometimes you just need a friend to come alongside and yeah. point that stuff out and help you see where maybe you've, uh, you know, things have just grown familiar to you. So, um, you know, as we wrap up the, this podcast, if you find yourself in a slump, you know, take heart. Yeah. Uh, God is still on his throne. Christ is still good. Your salvation is still secure. The Spirit walks and dwells within you. Um, so don't give up. Take mm. heart. Uh, the 
there's a silver lining. Um, hope uh, is uh, sure. Your confidence uh, will return, and uh, um, and there are brothers and sisters around you that uh, would love to walk with you. And if you're in a great season um, at this season, praise the Lord for that. Yeah. You know, um, thank God for it. You don't have to be walking around, you know, worrying about when the shoe is going to drop or when, you know, like you don't have to live in fear of those days. And also um, use the season of plenty that you're in. And if you see a brother or sister that's uh, in a season of struggle, come alongside. Them. Right. That's what God has called you to do. So um, the slump will be broken um, and God is still good. Well, thanks for tuning in to Consider It, a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in Brownfields, Texas, where we are taking on questions regarding life, theology, and the church. If you'd like to submit a question, text the word redemption and your question to 474747. If you'd like to learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.bible. Thank you for your support and listening, and we hope you'll join us next week as we consider it.